0: oh no i have there is absolutely oh, that's no what doubt you want to hold open on there is no doubt in my <laughs> mind the director will lose more teeth than the two of us before we get to teeth losing age how what? do you figure yeah i like i'm not arguing the point i would just like to understand well because she's still a child so she's not <laughs> so oh, she's you- got to lose her baby teeth <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was not the direction i expected so thank you for elaborating
1: I feel less offended now <laughs> <'Cause> my first time <laughs> just like, I'm not a meth head. What are you doing? Yeah, right. <laughs> not, okay.
0: Everybody is now no longer living in meth head states. So. I was going to say, like, I was in the South, if anybody, like, <laughs> you know, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Why do you ask? So, yeah. So what show okay. are we doing? Just kidding. Just till welcome, then. <laughs> welcome to the uh, Narcotics Anonymous uh, <laughs> podcast. Yeah, only one of us is hiding their face, so we're doing a really bad job at this. Well, wow, so. The director... Mm-hmm. Uh, like out, so. Whoa. Dude. Did you swallow the microphone? <laughs> There's something on the radio Dresden Files Podcast. Yeah. Welcome. Part of the Broken Jars Network. We're doing part two of 87 of Battlegrounds. Mm-hmm. Yay. like this from now on. Is that better? Okay. Uh, It's also a little hot So you know Normally I have to pay good money For treatment like that (laughs) You
1: have earned it at this point (laughs) (laughs) All right. is there News anything to share Well
0: apparently you didn't know that we could Write a short story earlier I don't know if there was I don't think there was anything This week because it was election day and that seemed like The kind of thing to not post news on yeah, yeah. I, I also didn't check. so Yeah, I I did bl- breeze through the subreddit last night or yesterday at some point, but like there was neat art, and the main thing was just like people were like, "Don't know what Ramirez looks like." Um, that was my takeaway from that. So he looks like That's a douchebag. So just and, so a douchebag. <laughs> and did look like Thomas. Little, I could, right? I could it's, but no. the it, the warden's cloak was a giveaway. The lack of a bandolier of grenades. Didn't help yeah. the case. And Thomas but, yeah, was just
1: like, a few inches off the street uh, that way, of like right. with his cookery and the thing, the like, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah. <gasps> so yeah, it was pretty good. Want, go ahead. There's the ability to write a short story. I believe it's a thousand words. And I believe it's on a holiday in the Dresden verse. Hmm? You don't win anything other than notoriety, I believe. I uh, thought it could be worth that it. That is an option. And it's open till the end of November I don't know go on mm-hmm. go on the website and look is this like it. a NaNoWriMo thing
1: no no I Because not what that it, is uh, NaNoWriMo National Novel Writing Month is generally the month of November when you're supposed to write 50,000 words in the whole month generally that's uh, 1,667 words a day it's hard to do yeah <laughs> this is like just a
0: thousand total yeah <laughs> gotcha. so it's
1: completely separate I, I don't know why but okay, okay. all right well because um, this one's Dresden related so yeah, but a thousand words is hard and not good. Luck. All right,
0: so don't do it, and nobody will know your name.
1: It's fine.
0: Right. I don't know how many. I mean, how many pages does that work out to be? Because it it's honestly okay. It's like it's like a it's like a microfiction. Right. It sounds hard because if I'm going to write a holiday, like the hard part is keeping it under a thousand words. Like, exactly. Well, I yeah. could be wrong about the holiday thing. I honestly don't remember. I just right. for some reason this that's this stuck in my job. head. This job. <laughs> Listen, I, news isn't his job encyclopedia is his job so yeah and That's it's been two weeks and like stuff's happened what do you want from me
1: <laughs> accurate information come on
0: no i can't do that i am i am not a, a pole projector i can't keep i also miss being able to see
1: your crazy expressions
0: You'll survive. One, you saw it fifteen minutes ago. Number one, and number two, it's not like I'm gone forever. It's just because I of just technical listen. issues. You're you will still hear the scorn in my voice. I promise you. And we've known him long enough. You can just put in the eyebrows, like, come on. So that's true. Yeah. If I draw me a stick figure, and I'll use that as a picture.
1: <laughs> All right. I guess we shall start with chapter six because we Possibly. managed. To- uh, yes, managed decent progress last time. So chapter six, we start and Ebenezer says, you look a little green, Hoss. I was going to After-
0: direct that at Andreas because it fits, but yes. Uh, yeah, it's funny because so. he's sick. <laughs> right. He's muted us. He's just there for the pretty face this time. So oh, okay, yeah, right. <laughs> I have nothing to add. Nothing? Not one thing? Nothing. Not a thing. Oh, you, got-
1: you got a blanket on now? That's cute. <laughs> okay uh they are up on the top of the roof of castle Marcone because they finally managed their way up there after talking with riveras mm-hmm. and see uh Ebenezer's up there martha liberty's uh talking to a whole bunch of uh, puppets dolls and various uh, toys that spirits are animating
0: mm-hmm. and six at the same time so
1: yeah And there's Yoshimo that's kind of like taking down notes for her and listens to Wind is talking to a whole bunch of animals and critters and cute things. And while Bill's trying to take down notes and like, I can't fully understand everything, annoyance, but (laughs) cool. Uh, And then Christos is like wandering between the various corners of the castle doing something he thinks is important. (sighs) Right.
0: being the go-between. He's very effective. Oh, something we don't know i don't know he, my favorite part is where he almost doesn't
1: make it but then
0: he <laughs> does so that's above bummer yeah. uh,
1: it, this is kind of the conversation where harry and ebenezer says like they're not going to be continuing the fight but they're still mad at each other and they're glad to have each other for the upcoming fight but they're still very very mad at each other
0: and well, he says we should talk, right? And he's like, nah, we finished our conversation."
1: I, mm, that might that specific part I think is a little bit later, but it, it, right here, Ebenezer says, "Don't expect me to feel sorry for you because you're a goddamn fool." Mm-hmm. And Harry's just like, "But you killed me!" Right.
0: <laughs> you got better. Rude.
1: <laughs> and then, like, the, onto the logistics of what they need to accomplish in the fight. Of like, how far does Ethne need to be towards the island for? Harry to try to bind her. They need to be on the shore. And it's a standard binding, so Harry has to match wills with her instead of anything else that gives him an advantage.
0: Yay. I'm sure it'll work out.
1: No, not at all. And this one of the opening pieces of when they're talking about how reality is getting uh, fucked with by the presence of the Titan and how much she can change. There's a lot more things that we should see later, but Ebenezer says this stuff is going to affect creation on a fundamental level. Great. And the will behind it is really going to change things. And it's a completely different spectrum that he's seen before.
0: Is this where they talk about fairbacks as well? Or is that still later?
1: Uh, no, that's good. That's
0: Bob and later. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah cause yeah,
1: be, um, this is cause
0: Bob makes the analogy to It would rip reality's nuts off. Great, gotcha.
1: This is Harry It'll going like, pop. so as long as she thinks she's invincible, she is, that's not fair. Like, mm-hmm. why would it be fair? But it kind of is. She decides that she is invincible. Reality is going to conform to her wishes because she's that powerful. I think they should denial pack it I don't,
0: her. I don't really see how they're going to win
1: this one. <laughs> right. It's denial armor, so they have to trick her into thinking that she is vulnerable a little bit. And that's why they have to hit her so many times. Mm-hmm. Just keep swinging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they have to become a mob. Like the tiny little mobs in video games, just like, nya, 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 and then they're all gone. Well, I mean,
0: this mob's a little stronger than just, yeah, I mean. A
1: little bit. Some of them, not all of them.
0: Yes, it would be handier if each time you knocked one of them down, it was like the huntsman and they got stronger, but it doesn't work that way.
1: <laughs> yeah uh so they have to have her at a point to make her vulnerable she, she has to commit to a section and then they have to trick her into making a mistake and Harry just like this is a really bad and not fair it's very very tilted against us this is bad because they have to uh try to convince her to make a mistake and be reactive to it instead of being able to do anything proactive against her But they think no. that it'll work in part because Ethnia chose to attack Chicago, where Mab is, because it's personal. She's and already
0: so, made a mistake. Yeah. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. And Mab is gonna be the bait anyway, so and it works. Yeah. It is an no. old score Spoilers. between her people and the she and old hatred, the hardest kind to resist. Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, speaks on multiple levels to multiple people that are present. Ebenezer. <clears throat> Excuse me.
0: Yeah, yeah. The, this this chapter is pretty good because especially early on, there's so much like double meaning directed at Ebenezer while Mab is oh, yeah. talking, you know, and there's <laughs> there's definitely a war of words going on. And, you know, like he still thinks that he's some badass, but she's just like. Boy, <laughs> it's like telling the senior council member, you know, the it man, like, you're you kind of don't understand what's going on here, do you? So,
1: yeah, this is the politics that I was like, hoping out of peace talks mm. because of the double meanings and the, like, why did you say that? Oh, I take it away,
0: mm.
1: right. Mm. So a lot is going to depend on Harry being able to match the wills. And Mab says any will can be broken. Very scary coming from her. Right. But uh, I think that means that Harry needs to be in reserve. So he's not spent doing the battle against all of the little ones. Stupid shit.
0: I mean, comparatively. Yeah. Well, right. it's something he agrees with finally. And then promptly Does. fucking jumps off a building 20 minutes later. <laughs> yeah, but Mab knows better, so... Know. They all I know don't be <laughs> Everyone knows better except him. He's like, no, I'm going to be smart for once. Oh, wait. The well, so, kid's crying. Ooh, I must be Superman.
1: It's okay when it's far away, but when it's right. on the street that they're standing in... That's where he can't help himself. And Ebenezer still is still like, no, you shouldn't spend yourself. You have to save yourself. And Mab is like, he will do what he's going to do. You should step out of the way.
0: Right. Well, he tells both. she tells both of them, I should like to see you try. And, and he's like, oh, I yes. should like to see you stop yourself. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, because this is like one of the few times where Mab doesn't try to stop him, right? Like even she knows how futile it is. And probably in the sense that she wants him to do it because you know, the greater sense that I get from this conversation and, and Mab obviously tips her hat, her, you know, hand multiple times is that she's driving the wedge further between Ebenezer and the White Council and Harry in the sense that, you know, she she's finally getting out of Harry what she wants, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and you see that in the, the scene, you know, either coming up or what have you with him defending her from, from the assassin squid. You know uh, and just on it on and on and on and like she just gives these knowing looks to Ebenezer you know well I'm talking about the Starborn thing that's that they talk about in a second too where it's like Mm -hmm. uh you know it's more than any of your people ever did for him Mm -hmm. right and what you what you were gonna have in mind for him this than the other thing Mm -hmm. but since we're not allowed to know it yet we only get that much (laughs) right
1: her exact words because i enjoy them if you wished an instrument of careful precision and restraint you chose the wrong champion Blackstaff. right and when horrors begin to tear apart the people of the city when its women and children cry out for help i should find amusement in seeing you attempt to restrain him right and even though mab agrees with or uh, harry agrees with ebenezer mab is the one that is right because she knows better Um, Well, and you were talking about, you were talking about the
0: distant screams versus the close ones. Like, I think it's not only is it obviously impossible for him to restrain himself, you know, when they're within arm's reach practically and he can do something about it, where the castle is, is very important as well. These are his neighbors. Mm -hmm. This is literally like, it's, it's his core part of his personality. The strong defend the weak. And I defend my neighbors in Chicago, the whole city is my neighbors, but God damn, if I can't protect them on my own fucking street in my own neighborhood, like what's even the point, you know, like I, I can't imagine. And so, yeah, like certainly that's, that's one of my personal triggers. You know, when you hear a kid crying out in the night when the monsters come, like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter, man. You got to do something. So he was still stupid for doing a superhero landing off the building sure oh yeah for sure that that's cool though like we already know from deadpool it's really hard on the knees but it's super fucking cool that's why they keep putting it in every movie so yeah but then you know river shoulders does it better than him anyway right after that Well, yeah river shoulders does everything better than harry let's just square that right now the only thing he doesn't do better than harry is shave like uh, i'll go that far like he does i don't know that (laughs) he does some of the subtle witticisms better as we see in some of the forthcoming chapters. Like he just, I, I really like what they did with river shoulders and I'm glad we got to see him in the mainstream. You
1: know, he is so much fun. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, I mean, come on. I would just say that river shoulders probably doesn't bother to shave, but Harry probably does and probably does it worse. Like with less skill, (laughs) (laughs) just, mm okay
0: well with river shoulders it would be like essentially a non-factor with harry it's just laziness when he doesn't do it where he's having a tough time and he wants to look grim i was gonna say or despair you know mm-hmm. go oh, all man, the way despair. back to summer summer night. night right yeah when he was whining about that idiot <laughs>
1: mm. be comforted my knight i chose you for times precisely such as these when an elemental of destruction is what is most needed and harry goes what (laughs) Does the scary thing of smiling at him and it's a genuine smile and why are you happy about this
0: right (laughs) everything is going exactly as i've foreseen
1: but not an element of destruction an elemental of Mm -hmm. destruction
0: i was gonna quiz you on that too actually because i'm like is that a like did you read into that because i don't think i caught
1: that Uh, I think it took me once or twice to to catch like, wait, no, that is, that is different. That's calling him a destroyer in a way, maybe not in the same way that Morgan would have, but. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I mean, he's a starborn, so whatever he is and whatever he turns out to be is still an elemental force of this Mm -hmm. weird conjunction of events and all this other stuff. So-
1: From the first time I laid eyes upon you, I saw a being you had the potential for true greatness. There's almost time for you to begin to understand it yourself. And once you do, once you understand, we will do great things together. And then Ebenezer gets mad and says, uh, he is not your weapon and he, you should shut up. And uh, Mab says, he is exactly my weapon by his own choice, which is more than your people ever gave him. And they call the she wicked and deceitful. Mm. And now Harry's going, what? To Ebenezer. Yeah, right. But right. he doesn't say anything and doesn't look him in the eye.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sure that won't come back later. It's also the second Winter Fairy that's been told he's not his weapon, and they've been like, no. Oh, oh, you want a bet? <laughs> yeah.
1: And- So this uh, is the
0: assassin squid, right? This is the assassin
1: squid. There's a harsh buzzing sound. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mab is saying something else and she gets interrupted and Harry moves without thinking, swips right arm around and shoves Mab behind him. And then the squid like explodes. On his shield, right? Great calamari.
0: Part of why I question this is because honestly, it, it was written and delivered so fast that when I heard it the first time, I was like, was Harry overreacting and he went to defend her out of instinct but there was some aerial shield over the castle but it's obvious later through this chapter that no for whatever fucking reason there are no defenses you know on on this I think it squishes
1: itself on his shield
0: right yeah well it was a kamikaze squid so it was looking to take her out temporarily anyway so whatever impact it was moving at was enough to either squish itself or it was self-destructing one Mm -hmm. way or the other right yeah Yeah, but i just i i thought it was like a little bit of star wars right where it it smashed on some shield and harry's got his shield and everyone's like bro overreact much but like i said later on you find out no that was harry (laughs) saving her even though she's (laughs) oh now i'll put up some razor wire yeah right yeah well and yeah just the whole thing because it's like you could be forgiven with medieval tactics not necessarily thinking about aerial combatants right maybe however
1: Siege weapons
0: were still a thing. Trebuchet, catapults, depending on, on the century, right? Let alone, obviously, the assassin squids. This can't be the first time we've seen oh, them. I know, mean, like, beyond that, you have the, you have a world of supernatural. People know things can fly, number right. one. Number two, Odin is very well prepared and modern. Mab's mm-hmm. forces are very well prepared and modern. The gruffs from summer carry Uzis. I mean, these guys know. <laughs> right, it. right yeah so. so it just it's
1: an oversight
0: yeah. so no the spartels to have this scene
1: uh the spartels right. like to stay in underground and stone they might not have thought of uh, ariel quite as much yeah but
0: what about the twilight <laughs> that's 95 yeah. of everybody else Marcone. i mean right. come on you think he that's doesn't true. have like uh a- in general, any sort of Well yeah, Marcone and by proxy again Vadarung because Vadarung's yeah, his Gar- advisor. You know, it's Gar- like Gar- I Gar- didn't think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: Apparently not. So. But maybe they were doing other things that are more important because most of the people up there can defend themselves and he, okay, true. But Vadarung
0: does seem relatively unconcerned by the whole yeah. thing. You know, as we see. Well, saw it later wasn't too. shooting for him, so what does he care?
1: <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> But uh, Harry is concerned about Mab and is like, oh my God, are you okay? And she looks at him a little oddly and is like, yes, I am well. <laughs> I mean, oh, you're, you're an immortal. So why would you need a bodyguard anyway? You should would have been fine. Immortality is
0: no substitute for intelligence.
1: Yes, immortality is such matters, a, mad thing. <laughs> a significant advantage, but no substitute. Remember that young wizard. And Ebenezer gets mad again. And she Great. says, should it, it for some bizarre reason ever be necessary? What is happening? <laughs>
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Nothing, I'm sure. It's probably just wordplay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not going to be relevant at any point. It's all good. Nothing to for, worry about. Nothing for some see. reason, I'm
1: stuck on the fact that she used the word bizarre. For some bizarre reason, it'd ever be necessary. It's like, it. How would it be bizarre if for he's now? going to need it?
0: Right. <laughs> well, I believe um, she was she was being cheeky. You know, if for, for some bizarre reason, this would ever be a thing you don't have to worry about it i'm sure no big deal
1: <laughs> but she is irritated with corb and his assassins and the squid and whatnot so okay have it your way Fishman. and then she snaps her fingers and the red cap uh whips around and she says loose the malks which was my first oh shit moment of this book
0: carries <laughs> two probably so no wow well, i mean he, he literally says holy crap in the next line yeah it's mm-hmm. just like maybe not first but yeah Thirst. It was his thirst.
2: Yeah. At first, I was like, "How bad can it be?"
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> then, then I thought about it for a second.
1: I was like, "Oh, well." Yeah. gray Malkin and Cat says, "Just they're the just supernatural those murder panthers around. are
0: getting out now." I mean, Great. it could be.
1: Okay. No. Uh. Yeah. First, oh shit, moment for myself, and it's like that. That is a huge escalation. And so Harry says, like, "You don't need that. You really don't. Just let me handle it." Um, and there's a better way, and, mm. and Mab is a bit skeptical, but allows him to explain. And uh, he basically says, You're emotional and acting badly. Makes her even angrier, but <laughs> save the knocks <laughs> for something more important. You want these squid words dealt with? Let me handle it. I enjoyed that he used the word squid words, but in mm. the audiobook, it's like squid ward, like almost like couldn't say squid word mm. directly. I don't know. It was. He probably
0: just didn't catch on to the pop culture in the moment. Uh,
1: Well, it was good pop culture, though. Yeah. (laughs) So Mab lets him do it. She lets the Red Cap stand down. uh, And for the sake of your health and happiness, my knight is an excellent thing. You are necessary to my design. (laughs) Right. But uh, if these attacks do not stop, I will see to it, but be giving him his chance to do it first. Mm -hmm. And then she steps away and so she needs to coordinate with Titania's forces and ask Ebenezer to catch Harry up to speed. And so they put pause on the effect that they're going to be attacked by more assassin squids, and then they go talking to the table with the Earl King and Vaterone.
0: Right. Okay. I'm better at you because I've had more time to do so. Mm. That's that's this Uh line, right?
1: Yeah. Pretty close. Uh, And then River (laughs) Shoulders also, like, swarms up the side of the castle, and his... uh, victorian era tuxedo had been a little overstretched
2: <laughs> and he lost his glasses or is that not yet not
1: that's yet not he's yet. got his glasses that's in
0: the graveyard Could, yeah because yeah. I, I was gonna say he, i think he keeps them until the graveyard and it's so great so yeah.
1: uh, listens to win listens up didn't mean that joke uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they're uh, looking at the Svartel starting to put the razor wire up around the the castle and then it's the...
0: it's such a great moment because i just so while we're seeing this happen right in the book i'm just thinking that the spartals are like the magical sysadmins so they're like moving some of the immortals out of the way goddamn yes. queen of air darkness is fucking the razor wire's going right here chick would you just move for a second you yes. know
1: and none I of the like, immortals give them any lip they all right. know this is important and they just move as directed <laughs> right
0: it's just so great because it's like look you may be the queen of air and darkness but you're in my way right now if you want this to work you gotta move
1: yeah Uh, Harry is like I've never been involved in anything this overblown before and it's like did you think Chichen Itza was a quiet little tea party
0: (laughs) great yeah and then he allows him but yes for your purposes this is a pretty big Mm -hmm. up.
1: I'll allow, as it's been quite a while since there was a dust-up quite this big.
0: Okay. Probably World War I and II.
1: Uh, yeah. And this is when Harry says, when this is over, we should have a talk. And it was, Caesar's. we got to the end of talking. Mm-hmm. It's done. I,
0: I killed you, remember?
1: Great. <laughs> right. yeah. Okay. And now we get to see the Marauder's Map of Dr- Chicago, essentially.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Harry gets all offended for a second.
1: Yeah, it's like that means you spent a lot of time in Chicago. I've had more it's time. Like he, you, you may most. have noticed
0: a lot of people spend a lot of time in Chicago. You have said on like half a dozen occasions, if not more than that, that it's an important crossroads. And he is a bajillion years older than you. The fuck do you expect? Yeah. All right, you ready for this, though? Most importantly, insert EG's eye roll here, as I tell everybody that Batarung fixed Little Chicago. So, because he's the right kind of deity he's got the stakes in it he's able to make little chicago in the first place so there you go you're welcome
1: and rashid already warned harry that fuckery was afoot in proven Mm -hmm. guilty and he had to go fix it and so rashid also knew of it and was able to do it as
0: well i don't particularly i've never particularly had a problem with vaderung doing it other than he wasn't a thing really yet that we knew about I prefer it being something like Mab or Rashid because we know they're known players. Rashid is better mm-hmm. at that That's, point. I I hear what you're saying, but it's also not unheard of, you know, to to retrospect no, that in the Dresden Files, right? Because we get the same thing with Kellen Kamori in Grave Peril or uh, crap. Uh,
1: not, um, it's... deadbeat to, to Grave Peril.
0: Yeah, so it is Grave Peril, the third book, right? Mm-hmm. So my brain just hitched and I was like, wait, that doesn't sound right. So but yeah, so like we've got that sort of thing, like there's no way to have speculated that the the cowled people that were giving out presents in Grave Peril were anything to speculate on, and then all of a sudden we're like, wait a minute, there's a connection here, you know? Obviously we've been speculating since, you know, proven guilty that, you know, somebody had to fix it because Bob and Harry are so suspicious of it. You know, Bob straight out says, this would have exploded and fried your brain. So, and and Harry just being like, I'm pretty sure my words would stop everything short of a demigod. So that kind of like, you
1: know, puts you- well, a, in
0: There's a, also, unfortunately, the inevitable possibility that it's time traveling him that does it still. Yeah, so, he knows that he right.
1: can get past his words because he's already there. Right, yeah.
0: Which will be the most annoying, but also-
1: that, it seems Not the impossible. most true
0: at this I mean, point. There you go. There's an upper limit on Harry's power level though. Somehow <laughs> he's got to get to demigod levels. No, I'm just kidding, because they're his boards, but still. I was gonna say somebody's just gonna say it. There's <laughs> a starborn mission already a demigod It just the reason why I don't like the time travel thing is because it's stupid. It becomes one of those untenable paradoxes. Like in yes. the original timeline, quote unquote, how did Harry survive it long enough to go into the future to travel back in time to fix it? This isn't like a closed loop or I'm trying to think of there's another paradox where it's like something doesn't have an origin because you are the origin and you go back in time to give yourself the thing that you carry forward. It's not quite that because in order to have to go back and fix it, it had to have exploded or you had to have known it was exploded. So you could make the arguments it's the same kind of paradox that the terminology escapes me right now, but that's why i don't like that theory is because you know in causality it had to be fixed so either somebody i guess from outside of that time stream has to tell harry in the future it's got to be you or somebody else done it which yes, is the long and short of it is is time travel's bad don't do it. <laughs> yeah time travel's bad okay so stay away
1: <laughs> in proven guilty bob already said Rashid's getting this from hindsight he must be knowing that it's going to something in the future and he has to be very 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 vague mm-hmm. because you can't tell him that your car is going to get stolen go put it in the someplace safe and then he gets stolen from that safe place or it doesn't get stolen and what the fuck happens in the future now there's already that highlight in the book and the whoever hit him with the car and the fact that it was rushed and they could have spun him easily but they did it badly it's a lot like he realized, oh, someone's gonna hit me with the car. Oh fuck, it has to be me and I have to do it now. Mm, right. Prisoner of command as that kind of moment. Mm-hmm. Someone will
0: get that. Well, and that's, I mean, that's why like the the only prevailing theory there that's stuck so far, it, I think it, Harry even says it, right? Is that it was a target of opportunity. Somebody was trying to take a whack at him and they just saw the opportunity. And so in the moment, assuming, you know, or, or not assuming time travel shenanigans or a third party that we're not aware of. That's why, like I always go back to it being, uh, you know, uh, Darby Crane. But what was his? That was his alias, right? Glau. No,
1: Glau is Well, the kid. On, I
0: was gonna say, yeah, his his henchman. You know, so Glau magical. Uh, and magical yeah so one of the two of them or both or whatever but i feel like that doesn't quite fit the timeline of events because Mm -hmm. magical's whole thing in that is he was just doing some general fuckery and then harry becomes a target of opportunity even later so he didn't really know he was involved yet until he just bonks him on the head and takes off with him and so that's why it doesn't quite square with the actual story either but we'll find out someday presumably allegedly Right. in like 15 years right speaking of 15 years we haven't even made it out of chapter six and we're halfway through this so we're yeah, gonna keep going like jeez well, my son is gonna be like part
1: 87 at the yeah. end we of it, were
0: we were my effective son, last time so of course we weren't gonna be this time right my son's gonna have to come in here to finish battlegrounds at the
1: rate we're going so like yeah the youngest one yeah, right. <laughs> okay so uh the earl king also says oh uh, it's harry dresden and you're wearing the amulet of margaret Le Fay. and harry just says yeah she's my mom and ebenezer <laughs> about has a stroke
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, earl king is like margaret's child much is explained you've no idea how many headaches your mother caused me in her day your visit to my realm makes a great deal more sense now mm-hmm. <laughs> what did yeah. margaret do to the yeah. earl king
0: that's oh, the other thing she's just she's she's the other answer for everything it's like oh if it's not nemesis it's his mom who was bouncing around and causing trouble for everyone it's like all right she can't be doing everything
1: well yeah she has an end date essentially of when she had to stop
0: still it's just it's like everything is like oh oh your mom oh your mom knew everyone oh your mom did everything
1: if not margaret then the promise she extracted out of leah which I still want to know the details of. Well, yeah. you can't yet. Hmm. You don't get to know
0: anything yet. One day. Well, it's yeah. just going to be at Malcolm's life, and then they fight a little, and hopefully Harry gets smacked because he's stupid, and that's it.
1: <laughs> Onto the Marauders map. There, It looks the old Norse style and then there are like triangles moving around and what are these these are light infantry there's white cord over here marcones people over there local Fay over there
0: thus making it infinitely cooler than harry's little chicago
1: oh yeah <laughs> Pro- I- so harry needed a piece of every building that he put in pewter on his little chicago but if he just had a piece of paper and it can well, that- like move and up <laughs> harry's update- a
0: stupid little human he- he's limited by his you know squishy bits and his squishy mind I mean listen Little Chicago's cool and everything don't get me wrong it was an impressive uh, general display of magic and especially since it's the kind of thing he's better at even though all he does is throw evocation mostly these days Mm -hmm. but you know it's just funny when he gets one up so casually by a god I mean come on it's not like you know, Ramirez came by and said, that's cute, Harry, and then just just did the thing. But. Oh, no, but I could, do that I could but... see Rashid doing it. Sure. Because. I mean, <laughs> he could still easily, it. it's like when he, you know, when the Merlin throws up a oh, ward sh- and shut up. An <laughs> <army>. <laughs> Sorry, she's over there being cheeky because <laughs> Rashid could do it because he's Vataron. So <laughs> yeah, I is- know, I ignore it.
1: <laughs> oh, that brings me so much joy. <laughs> okay uh then more tactical conversations which is harder to keep in my head when we're also podcasting so heavy response forces in various places and uh so the castle is marked the she or no the svartel fortress is marked Mm -hmm. um and then harry says you also should put um the church saint mary of the angels on there because Mm -hmm. it's got real power and fort hill will help people if he can it's a place to fall back to
0: right and also michael's house
1: yes so, but they because, are not going to bother him yeah
0: there are two yeah there are two knights of the cross there you know and yeah. and he identifies the them by the swords but yeah then veteran's like no i'm not going to do that because it would annoy mr sunshine it's like it's what like, how do you know that it's like we have lunch once a year so like <laughs> what do you think we just exist in our own bubbles and never talk come on now our elders are conspiring <laughs> also it can annoy him all he wants that's a handy thing to have oh yeah all right. we all know uriel's annoyance can only go so far
1: yeah and it, like even hmm. though vatarung did not say you should go here and do this thing they still went there and did the thing right well
0: yeah so mm-hmm.
1: yeah but the carpenter house is uh is protected in a kind of black and white of like Humans are able to get into it because they have the free will and spooky things that are evil do not, and a lot of the good people this time are spooky things that they would consider evil, so let's not try. Well,
0: on the plus side, Molly bought up half the block, so True. They have so it back up now.
1: If people in that area of the neighborhood are like either happy or irritated that the housing prices are going up, it blame her. <laughs> Probably not even negotiating, just like, yep, sticker price, let's go. Okay, and then Harry starts calling them frogs and the frogs are gonna follow people around and Baderung seems really happy with calling them frogs.
0: Mm-hmm. Which again, like bro, you how many thousands of years have you guys been fighting this and nobody's come up with this, come on
1: now. Yeah, like they're all surprised that he gave them names even though like, they, there's these creatures, octicons, Huh?
0: Great.
1: Right. Octacons, <laughs> come on, how, how, how can you fight something if you don't have a name for them?
0: right well and i love that he's lecturing listens to wind about it too right right? the importance of
1: names yeah Uh.
0: yeah i love i love some of the wizardry interplay you know where it's like you know everybody's so old world you know that when he gets here and they're just like yeah that's dresden (laughs) yeah uh yeah imagine that the old ones have a better understanding of of him than the young one later on right
1: oh well (laughs) they re-emphasize that the main problem is ethneu because Mm -hmm. uh she is not the only problem but she is the thing that they need to defeat for victory Mm -hmm. and she wears the titanic bronze and this is when they explain to harry asking the dumb question that no one else like needs to have asked uh what is the alloy it is the unique alloy of olympian bronze and mordite how in the fuck do you do (laughs) magic
0: Only Listen, the
1: we, hundred handed know. Hold we on.
0: saw the Greek god of the underworld with a crown of it. Clearly they yeah, know he, some okay. shit.
1: It was floating. It wasn't like an alloy, it wasn't touching him. It was just floating around with his will. That's, That's even different. more
0: impressive because it was pure Mordite.
1: Eh. But it's it's just like, okay, so it's not touching. The archive did that at five years old.
0: Well, they say in that book that it's sensitive to applied will. Like Mordite is nasty but you can pit your will against it fairly easily which is why but, they use it as a tug of war thing
1: but smelting is quite different whoa 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 yeah I know. Why?
0: You're I, know will I know the word alloy implies certain metallurgical things but yes i mean because i so they call it a stone but it's also i mean it's like magical uh antimatter right so
1: well, yeah, it's like,
0: there you go. it's like the it's it it. like a symbiote or the friggin' what is it the thing from that second thor movie that was not very good the ether where it's like this yeah. fluid looking thing but i mean if it's sensitive to applied will someone who's forging things has got a pretty strong will you would think and is shaping it and would be able to create that I'm just saying it's You think you're mad now until they come up with like... the Mordite saber later and the Mandalorian <laughs> people's have to oh sorry. <laughs> I'm mad I said those words myself. <laughs> you, should, you should feel bad about it.
1: Yeah. All right. So kinetic weapons will be of very little use against her. Mm-hmm. Elemental energies will do little more. It will take a being of divine status to physically penetrate the armor. Divine status such as the Knights of the Cross or sufficiently infernal energies. Yes, as Mab points out.
0: Yeah. I so it's great in this scene because I wrote down some of my speculations too, which mega fucking spoilers. So if you have not finished the book for some reason, for the love of God, why are you even watching us? We love you. But um two so things cropped into my mind, right? If if Harry's gonna have to solo this somehow, then maybe Soulfire would be enough to do it. So that was my first thought. And then when Mab comes in and says sufficiently infernal energies, I'm like holy shit, how is Nicodemus going to somehow be involved in this, right. and how fucking close to the mark was I? <laughs> you know, So I was like, <laughs> I got the wrong dude, but hot damn. You know? no, that's, exa- that's exactly how I knew he wasn't going to show up, because he's named by name, so I was like, alright, he's not going to show up, but... Right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a great point that I didn't obviously take it far enough, but yeah, that's what I put in my notes here, so... Uh-huh. Okay. Uh,
1: Martin, it almost feels you-
2: like he's uh, speaking of that guy. Uh, that shows up. You see, he like uh, he's almost unaffiliated. I feel like he's like he's 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 like with Macomb's faction now.
0: Well, he I was guess. with Tessa to begin with, so he was already kind of not on Nicodemus's side of things necessarily. You know, he's Maybe, Tessa's presumably. I mean, he he seems to be the the magical hitter for that organization, and so he taught many people. It
2: seems like it's him and Snake but Boy that were like the two mages, and he was
0: uh, Snake Boy was like not nearly
2: as cool as Thor and Amshiel.
0: No. Yeah, but they talked about him tutoring somebody else too, right? Like, because the only other one I mean, certainly Snake Boy was up there, but he, in a way, he's still kind of a hedge wizard compared to Thord and, Amshiel and uh and Lashiel, for example. You know, cause, Well, like, Tessa Lashiel is the, was one the one, he He's, the, he's mentioned as Tessa's sorcery teacher. So Dang that's the reason okay. she can throw around the energy she does right. after all this time. But she is still even compared to him. I mean, this is the guy, the first time we see him, he eats Harry's spell. It's right. just, nope, this is mine now. Right. Well, and it's a little silly. Like, it, we get into these specialties with the, the angels and the fallen, and they can unmake universes, and only some of them seem to know magic enough or teach it. Like, what? Like... I've always had a tough time with this, especially with, I like, I guess it's Magog, kind of what, right? what
2: they're because... inclined, to, like, for example, how, what's his name? The bear, the one that gets into Ur-Sea, the, Ur-Sea. the...
0: Yeah. Right, yeah. and Magog. Like, they've got yeah. to know just as much magic as everybody else, because angels, right? But...
2: It's probably just not in their nature, that, that specific angel they are, if, if we were to explain it.
0: Yeah, it's I the guess. same reason that Uriel's good at the subtle things, but you, if you want, you know, pomp and circumstance and a flaming sword, you're probably calling up Michael. Right, I mean, it's yeah. just they can do magic. They can all do hellfire and this, that, and the other thing. But Ursio and Magog are much more happy to pound you into the ground and eat your face off. Whereas Namshiel is happy to slip behind you and strangle you without you noticing.
2: I will yeah. say the scene we get with him later in the book is—I thought it was very delightful. I thought he was—I thought it was oh, funny. Yeah. I thought the interplay was great. I was like every—I
0: loved everything about mm-hmm. that whole scene. And it's very consistent because he, like every other bad person, is British.
2: <laughs> very important detail. So he—he you know. he really changed Thorn and Namsheel's voice. Like he does not remember how it was at all. I'm pretty it
1: sure was it was like a long time. Ago. It was how many books? He's playing ago? for a
0: different team. Come on now. Their personalities are malleable based off the mortals they interact with.
2: I'm pretty sure. It's yeah, very... yeah, there
0: you go. I, I vaguely remember. It Keep letting the excuses. Yeah, (laughs) Home thinks he should be British, therefore his voice comes out British. (laughs) And we have a
2: giant dangling plot hole of the whole Attack on Art store and Nemesis
0: relations. Yeah, Yeah, this uh, this weirdly adds more questions, right? Because up to this point, you know, like, okay, so we know he was presumably in on it, uh, or maybe he got framed now, and... The assumption had been that he had somehow been tainted by nemesis and now it's like okay so now we finally have got clear evidence that mortals can be taken so was it maybe just his host because none of us want to step far enough into the realm that angels can be taken (laughs) you know because it's like if that were the case probably game over already right well there's there's also a word of jim on that is that the angels can't be Okay. Yeah. They're so, a little too high up for that, because people thought Lucifer was like you know the original. Oh, did I Nemesis get in and? But no. Right. Yeah. So. So yeah. In in a way, there's a lot more questions, but. Well, yeah, because my problem Lucifer. with it is, I have I have no problem in general with the idea that it was his host and it was that. Mm-hmm. But one, you've got a fallen an angel in there already, so that means Nemesis is, and I can understand. I could get past this one because. It's a Fallen in a coin. It doesn't have its full power. I could see Nemesis taking over. What mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree with seeing is, why is it able then to use the Angel's power? Because you're subverting the free will, which is what the Fallen run off of. It should be it, fair. You shouldn't, it, it, it seems like be able to use the Hellfire then.
2: It seems to me like Nemesis can't... Um, this is just based on speculation. There's a limit to how many people it could be in.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I even would
0: I don't think we have Even still, that really you're that. If, it, if that to me is not the problem because we see that it could be in at least two people at a time. We right. see that with Cat Sith and Maeve.
1: and Justine. And, um,
0: Justine. Well, oh so, yes, yes, and Justine. So three. Yes, you're right. Yeah. So that's yeah. three at well, a time.
2: No, no. I mean, Mave is dead, so that's well, yes. oh, went, but at, at the time. time,
0: at S- the time S- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah taken and Justine was taken because of what we learn in this book. So at a minimum we have three and, Mm -hmm. and there's, yeah, there's no indication that there's any kind of limitation and that. I think that was part of what's so scary. Like I feel like we get a little bit of taste of that when Lily tells Dresden and then Titania fills in some more later. Right. Uh, If I'm not misremembering. So, Mm -hmm. you know, just that, you know, nemesis is scary and even, you know, Titania and people at her level are scared of Nemesis on a level, right? And once we get confirmation later that it's a walker, it kind of makes sense that it doesn't really have a limit necessarily because, you know, these guys are big, big creatures. These are, they're, you know, the knights of the outside, they're peers of Mab and Uriel. These are the kind of people that would have the juice to basically be anywhere and in anyone, apparently, except the Starborn. The
2: the point I was going to get to was that Especially since Thorne and Nemesis seems a bit more independent-minded. Hmm. It could have just been he's part of some other scheme, and he was kind of tricked into this attack on Arcturus Tor, and he didn't really know that this was set up by Nemesis.
0: I so I I mean I could take that possibly. You know that he was like, "Whoa, I was just along for the ride. <laughs> like I didn't know Nemesis was driving that bus." You know, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll I, get an answer, been, I assume,
2: at some point.
0: Right. So uh-huh. right, yeah. So yeah, we're getting dwindling few, precious few books to get some of the answers that we've been waiting for. for no, he's like just getting more, so it's fine. Right. It's,
2: it seems like he's increasing the number. Or, or well, so. he's no, added sure, another new book. Still.
0: You know, you know, if 12 months is still a thing that he's... We're, we're still to doing. 16, right? And that means we've got six books as it currently stands. So there's still... Yeah. Because he's not he's not done adding to it, right? It, it, that's, that's my concern. We're not in, oh, cool, we're in the bottom quarter. So he's going to start answering all of our questions because even in this book, he spins off new arcs, which is why, like, one of my main questions when we talk to him next is going to be like, how like I trust you but like how are you going to possibly wrap this up because you keep still adding new shit you know so No you just, just wait fantastic. for the fantastic night the last book and there will be great <laughs> right. 8000 pages I, can't, no, yeah, just I be, can't wait till we get to the end of it and we'll be like but what about the droid attack on the Wookiees? like what the fuck was that about and be like well that's it that's all we got now It'll just
2: be like the last season will just be like really rushed and all the <laughs> all the build up will kind of just not have a satisfying conclusion because they, you didn't build up correctly, and then
0: Brand is king. I acknowledge that's a possibility, but as it's a stupid possibility, I'm going to hold out hope. So, OK, Me so, too. but first, I'm going to need some pizzas. So. <laughs> Lots of pizzas.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, uh, more thing about Mordite. Ebenezer explains okay. that um, once it's alloyed, it, instead of devouring life, it devours energy. Mm-hmm. And Mordite is condensed from the darkest, most evil stuff from the outside. Evil seems weird to throw as a d- descriptor, but okay. um And all of the, the energy eating ability is backed by the will of the being wearing it. Getting through it takes more than simple power. More about who can hit it a little okay. bit. Um, uh, and they say, I dare say Nicodemus might be able to strike through, assuming she just stands there and lets any of those beings attack her. Earl King is irritated. Uh, in the first place, those assets are not under our command. In the second place, she won't. She'll do battle and most likely kill them. And Vaderung looks up and looks at him for a full five seconds and said, you're gloomy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, will, I will, to be To be fair to R- Radarung there... I've always gotten a rather cheerful vibe from from the Earl King. He's always been in in high spirits.
0: <laughs> well, he's always been on the hunt. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, like when when you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life. So. Right.
1: And now he's being hunted. He doesn't quite like it. Right. That's very <laughs> cool. Okay, so they don't really have someone of the right frequency or a sponsor to be able to do it, and Mab says, precisely, and so they're boned, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I'm just laughing because Mab's like, and we're boned, so <laughs> let's
1: do battle! <laughs> yeah, and she's excited. This is going to be fun. Great. Um, so they have to react to her, and that's going to hurt, isn't it, Harry says. It's, I expect many to die. Mm. Um
0: Many will die. Some of you may die, but it's a sacrifice (laughs) I am willing
1: to make. Exactly. Uh, Where we must hope that the will of my knight is sufficient to contend with hers. Yeah, and what happens if I miss? Uh, I should think that the last titan will laugh and do precisely as she said she would do, destroy the city and anyone who stands in her way. So you're not allowed to fail.
2: I mean, this is is, uh, sure, the scale keeps going up and up and up. But, I mean, this is a position we've seen Harry in before. Life or death, his
1: will against someone else. Mm, It's not just his life or death, though. It's all of Chicago and his family. So he'll be even more of a fucking mule about it than usual. I mean, it has been in the past several books of it being, like, all of Chicago, but it's a little bit more than that. And Maggie, like, he has, like, a small panic attack here, thinking of her. And he yeah, cannot the, fail. And, and then he says, where they, like, trick "I need
2: him. pizza." Where they like trick him later on after that fight with uh, Thorne Ambush, I think it is. Uh, where he's just like, "Oh, ah, you, f- you forgot the dog, ha Specifically, uh, I was like, I actually thought even though he wasn't gonna think of that, I was like, I didn't think he would give into despair. I thought he would get so fucking angry that he would just be like, "I was like, oh, you made the wrong move, lady." <laughs>
0: But, uh, I mean that would definitely would have been in his character too, but the, I I preferred this approach, you know. I liked so. it too, but at the
2: first until he got to that point where the dog, was like, isn't Harry just going to get so like kind of like with Rudolph, it's so unbelievably angry. No, because
0: like- Butters fucked that up too because he tapped him with his little light <laughs> stick and it took out his ability to be angry later because he's a piece of shit. Well, that's a take. So, <laughs> <It is no laughs> so pizza.
1: Yeah. So he needs a whole bunch of pizza, and chapter seven starts out with getting pizza. He needs Isn't...
0: information, and his plan is to consult hey, pizza. Hey, we've got
1: like eight minutes to the hour, and we finally got out of chapter six. <laughs> Let's go. So chapter yeah, seven that, is that's the... not happening again. They have tons of pizza, frozen pizza in the castle because uh, the undead Vikings probably really like to eat it too. And so they just keep tons of it there.
2: What is it? Toot Toot is not amused. <laughs>
1: <laughs> toot Toot uh, has standards now. Yeah. What is this well, pizza? Well, he had he mentioned that
0: before. He's like, "Oh, we're winter now. Does that mean we have to eat the pizza cold? That was like in cold, days, I
1: think. <laughs> cold for, pizza.
0: Cold
1: pizza is still good.
0: Nope, shut up. Uh, You're yeah. about to blaspheme mm. and I won't have it. No. Nope. <laughs> stale so, pizza, nope. it's
1: still cold. Wonderful breakfast. Uh, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I could eat cold pizza and
2: sometimes I'm too lazy to heat it up. <laughs> no,
0: nope. I mean I have no. only in my life ever found one pizza that I could eat like cold if i had accidentally left some over from the next day just out and that's from one pizza place and that's it every other bit and i don't want to do that because i'd rather eat it warm while it's delicious there's one
2: type of pizza i actually can't eat uh reheated because it's disgusting when it gets reheated the so i always see that one oven
1: instead of microwave yeah yeah, for sure. Oven, it
2: will
0: oven. still get me Reheating
2: pizza
1: is bad. It doesn't matter. Re- reheating <laughs> pizza is okay. Just, this, not there
2: is salad on this pizza, and it does not do well being reheated.
0: Why Amazing is there that salad that on the your pizza? <laughs> right. It's a. It's so a speaking thing. speaking of
2: blasphemy, it's a thing here <laughs> now. It's actually no. the most popular pizza.
0: There's a shock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Socialist European I'm country so can't I'm even eat pizza by a correctly pond right now. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm going back to marcon's frozen uh, pizza right donor so it, chapter yeah. seven Shush.
1: chapter seven frozen also, pizza uh more I mean, squidwards.
0: Honestly, the red cap is a badass oh I've my god i love them due, so much so but
1: yes so one of the Einherjar on the roof did get um splashed by Fat. the squidward and died terribly melted <laughs> 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 uh, and then the red cap was uh very useful with the tiny handgun suppressed nine millimeter and mm-hmm. he's just like shooting them down as they're coming
0: i prefer to see him as james bond in this moment where he's just got a little little walter and he's just like pew hey. pew pew, yeah. pew like did you do that without looking eh. <laughs>
1: uh, and harry comes up and taps on molly's shoulder and she's in a zone of being uh, Faye communicator and she has like crazy cat slip pupils and she answers what is it my knight?" and then she kind of snaps out of it goes back to normal mm-hmm. molly her eyes go back to normal it's like huh what you want but she's been talking to like two dozen different conversations with the tiny Faye. but harry needs to borrow the red cap even though he doesn't like the red cap at all mm-hmm. he does trust molly and red cap is bound to molly therefore the, the transfer of values match. <laughs> okay. So the red cap is at Harry's disposal. Uh, <laughs> and Harry says, if you were, I would.
0: <laughs>
1: Great. Yeah. Uh, he's just making it clear where they stand. <laughs> and the red cap is remarkably like Thomas and uh, too pretty and live to be comfortable for Harry and very very lethal um and then they have a conversation of the last time they met of considering you were helping Mave screw up the world last time i saw you you've done pretty well in your career path and the red cap just says is that what i was doing and then the gears start running and harry puts it together it's like "Ah, oh, health bills now nah, you're figuring it out and the red cap explains that he uh was balancing his obligation to mave and his higher obligation to mab and his own wants and needs to be able to, to work everything out. He had been placed in Mave's court for about thirty years before Cold Days, and feeding Mab information. Mm-hmm. And so he's the every-
0: double, double, triple agent.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> so everything that he did in Cold Days was to keep cover with Mave, to give information to Mab, and, and make all of that sometimes just hurt Harry for fun of it. It was like, and I, kind because of like,
0: it was fun. Because yeah. he's winter court. So. I mean, to, be, to be
2: fair, it explains why he was so horribly inefficient in cold days.
1: Uh,
2: right.
1: Yeah, and mm. it was like kind of trying to, to get him the clue of you need to go here, you need to go do this thing. And so <laughs> right. hurting Harry was happens to be all three of them, and he was so happy about it.
0: Right. If Harry had just been a little smarter, he wouldn't have had to hurt him so bad.
1: Right. Hmm. And Harry says, I don't suppose it occurred to anyone to just talk to me. How many feet higher do the letters need to be in order to spell it out for you, wizard?
0: At least as high as it takes for us to get Revelations three books later. Great. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. It's not as if Map can just hand the Wild Hunt to a mortal to play with. He still needed to steal it from the Kringle and the Earl King, and he did that just fine. And realized that they had done it inside the same book. Strife Between Queens. I was going to say, he didn't,
0: he, didn't, he didn't really steal it so much as they were like...
1: Well, no, I dropped my toy. Yeah. (laughs) But it was the right kind of posturing, and that matters. Usually. Uh, Strife between queens is a terrible thing for the rest of us. Each can lay commands upon us that we cannot refuse. If one is to hold to one's loyalties, it requires a great deal of careful negotiation of circumstance and conversation to function at all. And so you were bodyguarding Maeve and betrayed her to death. (laughs) And now you're bodyguarding Molly, and... Redcap is actually proud of it. It is my privilege. I mean, she's a pretty good winter lady. From
0: all she is, Everything and she... he
1: explains that like they haven't had that good of a winter lady in far too long, and she's remarkably good at it for being as mortal as she is. Even as Harry is weirded out by how unhuman she's becoming, the Fae still see her as too human. She is attentive to her duty, efficient in execution deals appropriately with enemies and so she will have support and if she weakens then the red cap and others will try to remove her because then she becomes a threat to the winter court
2: it's hard when you're something hybrid right because you know if we take it by a hybrid like what she is her nature standard being human or being completely fake both are extremes to her but for them they're normal that's what they want her to be so mm-hmm. Harry's like, no, she's already too much Fae and the Red Cap, she's too much human. What
1: do you mean? Yeah. And... Molly's in
2: a hard situation.
1: Yeah, but she's dealing with it better than Lily ever did. Maybe she had more preparation or more help, but she figures out this is what her job is and she's actually being told Lily probably got ignored by Titania. All right. And... Uh, at the end of the conversation, honestly, I have no feelings for you personally either way. Excuse me. And the red cap just fires a bullet at Harry and submits him just barely to mm-hmm. kill the assassin squid coming up from behind. And Harry tries desperately not to twitch. Yeah. So he, they go out onto the lawn. They have chalk and pizza. And he set, sets up the summoning circle and something about words and magic and blah, blah, blah. We, uh, we he know doesn't, how this even, is he doesn't even
2: use Toot Toot's name in front of all those people. It's very polite of him.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Turn so the circle So he
2: gets to look kind of like a badass in front of the all the unsealys. Like they like he's like, I'm more just a winter nice Like, look at all these vessels I have that you didn't really know Tiny about. Tiny
1: vessels that they don't care about. Like hip right. squeaks.
0: Right.
2: Yeah, but once they see I- it. In all their glory, like, like like and how Tutu, comes. I, I feel like they kind of they got some respect. Like, a well, yeah, because
0: I mean, it's the classic under underestimation, right? You know, they were they were like, dude, we dismiss these guys as not much more than common cockroaches or maybe some particularly scary spiders. But if I saw some spiders show up in formation and full plate in my house, I would also take note, especially if there was a wizard guiding them. You know. So 30 mm. inches tall or not, you know, that's time to arm yourselves. So. Okay.
1: Harry Cold does the... The
0: socks, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Harry does the summoning and Major to T- General uh, Minimus and rumbled that, but he's all violet and he has actual armor this time that uh, Lacuna made and a logo of Pizza Express on the side of it with letters for the Za Lord. Instead of an exacto knife, he has a tiny little sword that's actually made for him. Yeah. And Toot goes straight to the red cap and says, Avant, scoundrel, I saw you <laughs> giving my lord dirty looks. <laughs> it's like, can I please kill him now, please? <laughs> right. Uh, and then Lacuna does it as well.
2: And then it's definitely confirmed Lacuna is a tooth fairy.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It, for she warns off the red cap because think carefully big end. for one day i will end his miserable life while my endurance continues i will lend my arm to the major general lacuna adores me she's my girlfriend She's my girlfriend harry <laughs> when you're dead i get your teeth what does she do with the teeth why does she want the teeth
2: nobody knows
1: does she give money ask. in exchange i mean is this is that really how it works why we do it with kids
2: We'll find out in the spinoff books with uh, Harry's uh, kid.
0: (laughs) Maybe, yeah.
2: Maybe she's bargaining for her teeth already.
1: (laughs) So, would you lose those? How much? Toot Toot says, she loves me for me. Redcap goes, boo! And then they scatter. (sighs) Okay. Uh, And Harry's trying to talk to them. Uh, Tonight he is the enemy of my enemy And Toot goes A double enemy No 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 he's an ally (laughs) Because Laguna understands logic and negation (laughs) My girlfriend is so smart It was uh, surprising How endearing these two are right now (laughs) I mean Toot Toot has
2: always been like Toot Toot always steals the show When he's on the page He really does
1: And then uh, Toot goes over to Harry. He's like, that's frozen pizza. What are you doing? It's symbolic pizza, Harry says. Symbolic pizza sucks. Symbolic pizza sucks. (laughs) Okay. But the pizza is in danger. And therefore, uh, Toot is horrified and Lacuna is elated. And uh,
2: The pizza's in danger? She's like (laughs) really happy.
1: Yeah. Uh, Harry kind of lays down like Ethne is a bad guy and she's coming to destroy all of the pizza. Oh no, she's coming to cure all the people, and she's like, uh-huh. And me. Uh-huh. And the pizza shops. And that's oh, what gets him upset. Oh. No. Yeah. <laughs> Kunner says, that will definitely be better for your teeth. The stars take my teeth, woman. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you don't mean that.
1: <laughs> and then Tut does his own war cry. Like gathering of this cannot be born, it cannot be endured. We must fight, and then he summons all of the other tiny pixies, and then they the stars fell on Castle Marcone. It's actually the just the tiny little pixies that are all glowing, and then they arrange themselves on top of Harry in a gigantic pizza, glowing. you know, I didn't think of it like that, but
0: yes, I mean, it's basically a disc of you know rotating mm-hmm. scary fairies because. You know, pipsqueaks or not, now there's tens of thousands of them, potentially. Hundreds of
1: thousands, yeah. And it's and just, just like, they're in the formation of pizza. It is a unit. He has an army of pizza fairies. <laughs> and every immortal and important person on top of the castle is going, what the fuck is happening? The little folk were mobilizing for war. For pizza. Oh,
2: <laughs> yeah. remember when Tutu was... When he got promoted those so are good when he became the, the general of all the army your your will be a, instead of a major general will be a full general. what did I do? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. no it's better it's better. oh okay
1: uh, Lacuna says the idiots we could just hide and then take all the teeth we wanted from the dead. What is she gonna do with the teeth? Harry calls her a highly creepy little person and she takes it as a compliment mm-hmm. and then Thanks. asks, what what happened with the armor and the, especially the fish hooks? Well, the Major General kept hurting himself on the fish hooks because it would obligate her to nurse him back to health and so it was necessary to remove them. And he tries to do the kissing and the tree rhyme and she almost rips out his uvula. Yeah. <laughs> uh, My lord, your guard stands ready to serve and lead our people in defense of the pizza. And Mab is prideful of the pizza that is going to be protected. And Harry developing a banner on his own that isn't from the winter night. Not quite a real banner, but close enough.
0: Yeah, what what I didn't take into account until a few moments ago is that, you know, like of the things, you know, of the many branching futures that we've got where Harry becomes some kind of powerful being if assuming he even survives the story right is that we've got the winter court and we've got the summer court and now we've got the pizza court so you're so funny Super
1: good. all right Uh, Harry lays down what he needs out of the little folk right now which is find the squid words make it them either kill them make them known to other people who are going to kill them and protect everyone else and they just like go straight at it. Guard this house, fart off house, point out any sneaky bad guys to poor stupid biggins. Yep. <laughs> and they run off with like, uh we will not lose the pizza. Right. And the red cap is actually impressed. And wondered how did he manage to bind them all? And it's just like a huge bill to Pizza Express.
0: Yeah. Trade secrets. Yeah. Minter can afford it.
1: Mm, he yes. might not be able to, but Winter can. Right, and is Harry smart enough to ask for Winter to pay for it? Probably not.
0: It. Pr- He's I, got I assume. It, He's in rough. my notes, I assume it's part of the bill that he sends Mab as uh, part of Christmas Eve. You know that she has to pay I his fans. Doubt it I'm just saying.
1: Well, Molly is smart enough to to do something like that, so maybe Molly would just take care of it for him. But I don't Molly think he's smart enough to expense. just.
0: To come Molly anymore. made the fucking armor. She probably didn't also forget to to feed the fairies. Like, well, no, she <laughs> right. said they said as much because she can do that. Hell, even Map can do that as vassal duties. Exactly, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that Harry doesn't get out of paying them just because he can refer. You know, he can't just delegate upward. Oh, pay my people. Oh shit, even better. Okay, now I know what the first renovation is going to be on the castle. He's going to have a Pizza Express branch put in the front, like right there. Like kill. So, he's getting that darkness. He can make it himself. It's right. not that hard. Well, yeah, but I mean, Pizza Express is obviously the best, so he's going to franchise it's actually, out the it's castle. It's actually not, it's actually <laughs> said
2: that earlier that, you know, the pizza's not that great, but he grew up like it's like, We didn't have much money in
0: Chicago. We're not asking Harry's opinion. We're asking the fairies whom he is. Yeah, I could believe the fairies probably wouldn't (laughs) even like real good pizza. They'd just be like, no, give us the cheap Papa John shit. This is great. So we got the Pizza Express on the left, and we'll have Burger King on the right. And now everybody is fed.
2: Those Costco's pizza look good, I gotta say. Yeah, Costco pizza is good.
1: Here's where I'm going to get canceled. Costco pizza is the best pizza I've had from a chain.
0: Well that's not that that's not that I mean we only have one <laughs> chain here and that's Domino's. Right. So and that's Costco pizza default. is better than Domino's by lots. Sorry. Costco Domino's instead. feel free to still sponsor us but that doesn't change. Yeah, I'd prefer or, a Costco sponsorship or, be fair, please. Andreas if you're over there eating those tostadas that you sent a picture of and you think that's what pizza is then we got some problems for you anyway. So
2: mm. Well when I come uh, to America one day you got to like show me some real pizza. Great, American American pizza.
0: Yeah, I mean the the main limitation is going to be how many times do you think you can eat pizza in a row and still stomach it? Because we have enough variations to fill up. I a- can
2: I can eat a lot of pizza. <laughs> okay. I,
0: especially because. if it's varied, so it's not the same pizza every time. Oh yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, Look how like, lively he's gotten now that we're talking about pizza. He was. <laughs> up the store. Uh, I, I I took some painkillers before like, we started we'll start starting off. to work now yeah we'll start with my favorites Pizza's and work out you know and just okay i think okay. we can finish chapter seven if we try so
1: yeah um,
0: <laughs> no we can't yeah oh yeah we can all
1: that is happening is uh uh mab is proud of harry and mm-hmm. it's like look what you managed to do you're abusing their psychology and turning them into a one unified thing and this is great you're and basically describing them as being creepy and you you just said, I just found what they cared about and pointed out that it's going to be destroyed. Yes, you found a hole in their psychology right. and you used it against them. But <laughs> I, does she I,
0: start out with the whole Machiavelli thing or does that come in a little bit? Because it's such a great moment too. Like, I don't think that's here. That comes in a second. Okay, um, it's still coming then.
1: Yeah, once they're we've invested, they'll fight to protect it. Uh, you provided them a resource and inc- incurred their debt, Mab said. And Harry just, I made them see themselves differently. And my because neuromancy? You, I shudder to think of the <laughs> results of that. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, and he says it's, it's, funny it's, cause it's he's just stupid. a mortal thing.
0: Right. Well, it's funny because, like, she's not wrong, but it goes back to like intent, right. You know, as much as anything it's like, yes, in a way he is exploiting their psychology because he's found something that they'll work for instead of having to bind them, which is something he brings up all the way in Stormfront, you know, is that the, the bread and the honey and the milk is, is a way to coerce him or incur his debt without binding him per se. Um, you know but even still like yeah she's not wrong but well it's it's... like the conversation at the end of cold days from her point of view that's what he did with molly this that and the other thing same general principle here and Mm -hmm. she's not wrong it's just no i'm not that bad Hmm. yeah
1: uh Well, Harry just like it, it just sort of happened, and he's tired and he leans on the wall of the castle and wishes he had a sandwich. And then he sneezes so hard (laughs) and he nearly slams his head into the Merlin he was leaning on. By the way, Merlin is a very confusing word when you're expecting like Grand Wizard Merlin to be that great. Oh my God, the Merlin's right behind him. It's like, how did Light (laughs) Tree get there? Oh, never mind. Um, Can you
0: imagine if he accidentally like um, sneezed up the Merlin like it was a boggart?
1: Ooh, that would be
0: funny. Uh, I, oh, I, like I had it. to go.
2: I had to go guru mm-hmm. there. I was like Merlin, Merlin. What? There has to be something mm-hmm. on a building called a Merlin. I have to see what, what they're talking about. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's like it's like mantle. You know, it's a word that unfortunately has gotten so far out of whack because of
1: all of the many mantles we all have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, and a uh, a club sandwich falls out of nowhere bounce off his forearms and splattered partly on the shoulder and on the ground before turning into gooey ectoplasm and Mab's just looking at him going, like, just as you begin to impress me, and walks right. away.
0: Yeah, it, it's great. And unfortunately ectoplasm does not allow for the five second rule, so you know. Yeah. He can't even eat the sandwich. Oh, well. All
1: right. And then something explodes and there's a shock wave and he goes like what was that and mab is taking a look and something had probably something big and important and she talks to all of chicago not even seeming like caring about the fact that it's obviously supernatural or magical and says accorded nations stand to arms mortal men of chicago remain in the homes that offer you your only safety the enemy has come for the city That's chapter seven.
0: And I got chills again. It's such a great line and a great moment because now now the battle of Chicago begins, you know, so.
1: Okay. Yay. We got through two chapters. Yay. Did we though? Yeah. Yep. (laughs) So this is just going to take us like three years. I told you, this is going to be great. We have content.
0: Yeah there's so much good yeah we we did kind of gloss over the Machiavelli and the you frightened several you know confident beings tonight you know stuff Uh, there's just great interplays for Mab in this chapter overall
1: so Mab is wonderful yeah didn't see Machiavelli. I think that's still upcoming but um yeah in two weeks we'll 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 keep going in two weeks Mm -hmm. and next week we have got a what are we doing did we decide on a topic I don't think
0: we had so we'll have to spend a couple minutes
1: Okay, or someone can suggest a topic for us doing the n- other one, the not recorded one, except we record it, whatever That's that means. Good.
0: We'll discuss what we were discussing when we weren't recording.
1: Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> still unnamed Cobra Kai podcast.
0: Last I heard, yeah. Unnamed, but definitely Cobra Kai. Which, if you haven't checked it out, it's a pretty good show. If you if you, if you ever Kid, liked
2: Karate Kid, you won't like it. Right.
0: Like, I, I get torn because it's like, It's been a long time since I've been in the Karate Kid, right? I think every kid for a couple, you know, of the last 30 years gets into that phase at some point. But the production values are amazing. And so, like, it's the kind of story I appreciate on the level that I would appreciate from, like, a lot of my sci-fi stuff where they've just got great continuity and they brought all this stuff forward from the past and whatever but at the same time, it's just like, it's a show about karate. So I'm like, if you like interpersonal dramas, then this is a great show about you. If you want to see somebody get kicked in the face every now and again in an episode, this is a great show for you. But, you know, it's not quite my bread. The my
2: character mind. development in this show is like way above the level of what I would expect from it. Right. When you when you hear about it, oh, it's a TV show about the karate kid uh, 30 years later. But mm-hmm. there's actually like really great
0: character development. Yeah. It's good <laughs> thing I never cared about that movie, so I don't have to watch it. Wax on, wax off. Come on now.
1: The things I, he says. Anything else to plug? No. Okay, say something so I can interrupt you when we close. Bye. Something. This has been the dress.